Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,602. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and so excited to share with you today a very cool returning guest here on Cars Yeah by the name of Matt Merrick. Uh, he's calling in from Coleman, Alabama. Mac Merrick is the president of Busted Knuckle Films that he started back in 2006. He and his team created off-road motorsports videos and share them on their YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram channels. He's teamed up with WD-40 to ensure that his rigs stay maintained and operate properly. That's very important considering the wild and crazy stuff that he does. Today, his YouTube channel has over 316 million views. Holy cow. His Facebook page has over 2.6 million fans. And at his website, you'll find all sorts of off-road fun, products, DVDs, videos, and a whole lot more. Matt participates in off-road adventures every weekend, and he's truly living his passion while running a successful entrepreneurial enterprise. So good to have him back. We'll be back in a minute to talk with Matt, but first a word from our sponsors that make this show possible. So sit tight. Make sure those seatbelts are buckled tight because this is going to be a fun ride. See you in just a minute. When it comes to your vehicles, things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finish of your vehicles, both inside and out, like that bird on the branch up above your car. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft products on my ride since 1975. That's right, since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution for vehicle protection. They make the best fitting, finest made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, whether your car is inside or outside. Plus, they keep your car cool when it's parked in the sun. Live where it's really sunny all the time? <laughs> Lucky. Covercraft covers and sunscreens are the best. If you've got pets, messy kids, messy in-laws, just plain messy friends, Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new. They're easy on, easy off, and they're easy to wash too. And don't forget Covercraft's custom fit floor mats and trunk liners, plus they're very handy seat back organizers. They are must-haves for all your vehicles. Your car, your truck, your van, or whatever you drive will say thank you. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH120, that's Y-E-A-H-120, at Covercraft.com, you can get 10% off your Covercraft order. Just go to Covercraft.com, check out all the products they have to protect your vehicles, use the code YEAH120 at checkout, and get that 10% discount. That's Covercraft.com and use YEAH120 at checkout. Covercraft, they've got you covered. The fourth annual Saratoga Motor Car Auction will take place on Friday, September 18th and Saturday, September 19th. It will be held at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center in the beautiful Saratoga Spa State Park located in upstate New York. 
Presented by the Saratoga Automobile Museum, a not-for-profit institution, this live event continues to be the premier collector car auction for the Northeastern United States. Proceeds from the auctions help support the museum's educational programs and exhibits that engage, educate, and inspire the automotive community. To consign your vehicle, view current inventory, and register to bid, visit saratogamotorcarauctions.org. There you can learn how finance partner JJ Best Bank and insurer partner Haggerty can help put you in your dream vehicle. That's saratogamotorcarauctions.org. So, what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're racer and the Racers Group team owner Kevin Buckler, you start Adobe Road Winery. It's located in Petaluma, California, and he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today, I'm going to talk about Shift. This wine was awarded 93 points by Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. It's balanced and spicy with dark blueberries and a cigar aroma. The unique bottle shape features a vintage-inspired metal gated shift back with carbon fiber, and the cork is topped with a five-speed shift knob. That's right. There's going to be some battles at the dinner table on who gets to keep the cork after this bottle has been enjoyed. The Racing Series is a delicious gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout and get $10 off your purchase from the Racing Series today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH today. Cheers! Hey, Matt. Welcome back to Cars Yeah, my friend. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'll strap in. Let's get to it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, before we start, this is a question I didn't ask you when you were last on the show. You were on my show June of 2015, so five years have passed. You have just exploded with what you're doing. I'm so proud of where you've come from and what you've become. I think it's great. But I didn't ask you this question last time I was on the show. What's one little thing that most people may not know about you, Matt? Uh, a lot of people don't know that I kind of stumbled into this business on accident. I actually took a, I was in construction class um, in college and we had a computer science class and uh, they wanted us to do a video project and I figured out how to edit videos and saw that it didn't seem that difficult and thought it would be fun to just kind of video me and my buddies out trail riding and, and uh, made a DVD of that just for fun. People started asking to buy copies and everything just kind of blew up from there and here we are you know, 10, 15 years later and doing it for a living and, and wouldn't change a thing. You know, you're living the dream of so many people these days, especially young people that can take their, their passion for what they do and create a career around it. And of course, technology has allowed us to do that. And boy, you know, you and I, I've been doing this podcast for six years. You've been doing your show for longer than that. 
amazing things have happened in technology that allow us to reach so many people. I mean, did you ever dream when you started this that you'd end up where you were today? Did, did you actually see that in the future or have you just kind of been just building toward it over time? Yeah, if you would have told me that I would be here back in the day when I first started, I would have told you you're crazy and probably bet against bet against you. But uh, but somehow we got here and, and we're enjoying it. I would imagine getting here really relates to this, and that's a whole lot of work, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, you know, I always tell people they say, "Hey, I want to be a podcast. That sounds like fun." I said, "Well, it is. It's great, but be prepared to work." Uh, it's a job. It takes time. It doesn't just happen. And if you want to do it well, I mean, you guys do these spectacular videos, your shows and everything, and they're done so well, so professionally, so much fun. So again, Matt, uh, being a returning guest here, I just want to say how proud I am of you of where you've come. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, let's start this way. I want to ask you for a success quote or a mantra, maybe some kind of saying that has meaning for you, a driver for you, if you excuse the pun, to get you where you've gotten to today it's a nice way to get the the wheels turning here on cars yeah so grab the wheel yeah but i'm gonna stick with the same one i did before and that's uh do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life and and i stick to that to this day you know i show up to the shop every day with with people i enjoy working with and and it's like going and working with your buddies every day so it doesn't feel like a job at all yeah absolutely i think it was henry ford that coined that term now, there's a guy that built an empire, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, but my point here, as I mentioned before, is this is some work. I mean, it does take effort to do a good job and so forth. So when you get past the idea of, hey, I'm just having fun every day, how have you incorporated that a little bit into the fact that you do have to get down, you have responsibilities, things you have to get done. You can't just kind of float through this whole thing. So how have you tied in that disciplinary part of what is required of you into what you do? Yeah, that's the thing. When when you're an entrepreneur, I mean, it's it's kind of completely up to you whether you you know whether you win or fail. So uh, you got to make sure you get out of the bed this morning every morning and and make sure you're doing everything you can to keep your dream going. And and we do that every day, and, and it helps that we enjoy it. But it's still a still a whole lot of work. But you know, at the end of the day, it, it's on you, and it's it's cool to look back and and see where you came from and and how far you've made it. Absolutely. And I was talking to somebody the other day on my show about that concept and the fact that when you are an entrepreneur, every month is like starting a new job almost because you just never know, okay, now I've got to get down and get this work done. If you have sponsors that are helping pay for this or customers buying things from you, you got to keep pushing to make that cash flow happen. It's not just relying on a boss who's going to write you a check. Let's talk a little bit more about Busted Knuckle Films. And I know since I've last talked to you, you formed a relationship with a, a fantastic company that everyone knows about, WD-40. I mean, I've been using that their product since I was a kid on my, my bicycle, my Schwinn Stingray back in the 60s, I turned into a mountain bike. Now, if I'd only figured out a way to turn that into an industry, I could have been a rich mountain bike builder, right? Right. Before they existed. So tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing these days at Busted Knuckle Film. And then how does WD-40 as a brand incorporate into what you're doing? Sure, yeah. So uh, the, the WD-40 stuff we use here at the shop. So uh, uh, something that's changed very, very big since the last time I talked to you is is we now have a full-blown off-road shop called Busted Knuckle Off-Road. And that is the new shop here in Coleman, Alabama that I'm now at. And uh, partnered up with a good friend of mine, Jake Berkey, and, and now we're building people's dream off-road vehicles for them. And, uh, and we use WD-40 products. Uh, we use their greases and, and, and all kinds of products every day, you know, whether it's on the lathe or, you know, just working on, you know, different bushings and stuff like that and these builds. And, of course, I work on them on my personal vehicle. Um, I actually have a, 
a Jeep that I bought from insurance auction that was in a uh, flood down in Miami. It was in a hurricane. Uh-huh. Uh, so with all that salt water and stuff, it's all rusted all pretty bad. So every time I go to work on it and take bolts in and out, I make sure I spray some of that, that good old uh, rust release penetrant on there for W40 and, and it makes it where the bolts come out and I don't have to worry about, you know, yelling and throwing tools across the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want you to turn into one of those uh, videographers where <laughs> they're always mad <laughs> and firing all their employees. I always looked at those and thinking, how would you ever run a real business if you acted like that? Uh, I think they're all a little bit fake, but you guys are the real deal. Now, this is pretty exciting, Matt. Busted Knuckle Garage. You guys are actually building rigs for people now? We are, yes. Busted Knuckle Off-Road. We're uh, we're building rigs for, for people all over the country and all over the world. Actually, one of our first turnkey builds, uh, we uh, shipped it to Italy and got to go over there and, and reassemble it for the guys and, and take it for a test drive. And that was a lot of fun. And, and the last two or three builds that we've uh, finished up were well over a thousand horsepower. So uh, we're really pushing the limits of, uh, of what these off-road vehicles can take and what the parts can take. Oh my gosh, this is really cool. And this is a great example of how one venture of hard working, putting yourself out there can evolve into another great venture, uh, which Again, I said I was proud of you, Matt, but man, now you've you stepped up on the next podium. I had no idea that you were doing this. So people can can call in and they can say, hey, here's the kind of thing I want you to build for me and you're build it. Can they also bring you something to start with or do you go out and source the first basic rig or do you build platforms, chassis and all that? Uh, so basically, uh, we build chassis. We, we build our own, you know, bus knuckle off-road vehicles. They start with our chassis. We have a few different chassis to choose from. Um, and then they kind of choose parts from there and, uh, and we go from there. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're one-off custom vehicles. Every piece of metal on them is custom one-off and all designed on a computer on CAD. My buddy Jake Berkey and it's, uh, everything's the fit and finish is, is unmatched in the industry. And we're just excited to, to keep the program going. I think we're on our, six turnkey buggy we just got back from powder coat so we're working on assembling it for the customer now one last time and and we're just pumped oh my gosh this is so cool well let me ask you this we are in the middle of the weirdest year i think i've ever had in my life and i'm a little older than you i've been around for a while this pandemic has just wreaked havoc on everybody how have you guys done with this first and foremost is everybody around you your family and your your crew healthy and how have you dealt with this pandemic has it affected you in any way uh, yeah, everybody here is healthy. Um, we've, we've been lucky with that. And, uh, we, it was slow for the first couple of weeks, I guess, when everything really started hitting and, and, and getting out there. And, and after that, um, it seems like people just kind of have started to keep spending money in the off-road industry because people are, a lot of people are, you know, not at work and they have these off-road toys sitting in the garage and need parts for them and want something to do. So we've actually been doing quite well. Well, you're very fortunate. That's for sure. I think that's great. Now, what about the busted knuckle films? Uh, have you been able to continue to film? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, uh, it's been fun to kind of tie that into the shop as well. So we do a lot of tech videos. We have a series called Tech Tuesday, uh, where we go through products and design and suspension design and things like that to try to help our customers understand so they can, you know, make their rigs work the best that they possibly can. Well, that's a pretty creative way to uh, work around what's going on and capitalize on people being home and having more time on their hands. I think that's fantastic. I've been involved in a lot of things this year, including virtual concours, a virtual wine tasting with one of my sponsors, Adobe Road Winery and their racing series. 
It's pretty cool. You know, entrepreneurship is so fun because when things happen, you just figure out a way to get things done. And it sounds like you've done exactly that. In the last five years since I've had you on the show, no doubt all this hard work, you've perhaps faced a few challenges, maybe a failure along the way. I'd like you to talk about one of those with us. But more importantly, how did you overcome that situation? And then what did it teach you so that you could take those lessons forward in a positive way? Uh, that's probably going to be the off-road park that we had. Um, we actually had an off-road park. It was about 500 acres that we had people could come and, and, and ride and, and I helped cut every trail there. So, uh, we did that for about two years and then kind of had the opportunity to either buy the place or we were just leasing it at the time, had the opportunity to buy the place or, uh, you know, or turn around and just let it go yeah. with all of our hard work. And, uh, unfortunately after two years, uh, we just came to the conclusion that it wasn't going to work out and we had to, uh, had to let it go. And, uh, and, and I miss not having, I miss having a park, but, uh, it was one of those learning experiences that you, you got to have the right, right people working with you, you know, be an entrepreneur, you know, make it work and make it be successful. So you got to make sure you got the right people in your corner to make that work. But I mean, here we are. If I, if I had kept going with that, I probably wouldn't have had time to do this shop. So, uh, right. so I'm glad that, you know, that something like that happened and, and I'll have fun doing the shop. So, uh, it's one, it's one of those things. That's, that's something you'll find with every entrepreneur. They, they failed as many times as they succeeded. So we're going to keep on trying stuff and see what sticks. Yeah, I love it. We're going to keep on trying stuff and see what sticks. That's that's a great line there. Would you say the takeaway from that experience for you was, again, you mentioned it a few times there, aligning yourself with the right people so the project could come to fruition. Was that the primary challenge there with that project? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I've always said this, that when you get involved with other people and you start a venture with other people, the first thing you need to think about is if we're going to end this, how is it going to end? And a lot of people say, well, that's such a negative approach, but you really need to think about that because if you don't uh, and things go south, and I've had that happen with me, things can get pretty ugly pretty fast. A lot of you said, I said, we said types of things. So uh, great lesson learned. Make sure you spell out everything in the beginning and you align yourself with people that have the same visions or, or maybe even better visions than you have and also maybe some capital behind them. Uh, that can help where they've got some skin in the game as well. Well, you know, I'm glad in a way that that didn't work for you because look at where it brought you to where you are now. Are you happy when you look back on it, not only for the experience, but the fact that you didn't go where you wanted, but you're okay with that? Yeah, it, I wouldn't change a thing. I mean, I, I had a lot of fun going and clearing trails and, and, you know, taking people and letting them experience the trails that we built. Like that was that was a lot of fun. And I don't think that I'll go the rest of my life and not have property where I can do that. So maybe sometime in the next five years when we have this interview next time, I might have a small little park uh, to go play. We'll see. Maybe I can come out there and you can teach me how to drive off road uh, and throw a little mud in the air and uh, get me a little bit dirty. I look forward to that day. I think that we'll have some fun. Sounds with good. That. Yeah, sounds great. Well, let me uh, take a break here. We're going to have a visit from some of our sponsors that make this show possible. And when we come back, I want you to share your personal journey with cars and off road and, and how all this got you started. So sit tight. Keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back. I found a new way to protect my vehicle. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collectibles of automobilia and automotive collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool automotive collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles 
are fully covered. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting us automotive enthusiasts since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car and collectible insurance designed by collectors for collectors, just like you and me. Let's step away from the conversation and talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. Among these nonprofits is TechForce Foundation, a great organization dedicated to solving the technician shortage that threatens the transportation industry today. By providing career development resources and increasing awareness and enthusiasm for the tech profession, TechForce is bringing bright young students into the auto diesel, aviation, marine, motorcycle, motorsports, and restoration worlds. To date, they've awarded more than $10 million in scholarships and grants to tech students. And in times like these, I don't have to tell you how essential those techs are, keeping our delivery and emergency vehicles running and keeping America rolling. To learn more about TechForce or to make a donation to this cause, visit www.techforce.org. You'll be glad you did. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. Okay, we are back, Matt. I want you to talk about a story that instigated your personal passion for off-road and for vehicles. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you look back that you realize that you were an off-road car guy? Uh, yeah, I basically I had built a um, you know lifted truck when I was in high school. That was that was the cool thing, and uh, got to college and started hanging out with some folks that actually you know did off-roading, pretty difficult rock crawling and things like that, and started realizing how my truck wasn't up to snuff with the same stuff that they were doing and uh, ended up breaking it and basically had to either figure out how to put it back to stock 
or completely build it that way I wanted to build it. And they were going to cost about the same, but it was going to be a lot of work on my end. And uh, I ended up learning how to weld and fabricate all on that project and uh, ended up working out really well. And I, I drove that truck all all over the place and, and wheeled it a bunch of times and, and had a lot, a lot of good times with it. And that was kind of the turning point, I think, in me deciding, you know, that I wanted to be in the off-road industry and, and, and do the filming and all that stuff. And it, it all really started with that truck. What was the very first off-road vehicle in your life that had great meaning for you? Was it that truck or is there something that came after that that maybe was even more spectacular that you built or you acquired that really got you excited? Uh, yeah, so uh, the, the vehicles we build now are called Rock Bouncers and they're basically, you know, they're kind of like a monster truck uh, that's a little bit smaller but without a body, full tube chassis. And, you know, while I was starting my career and in, in, in videoing and things like that, those were the guys that I that I went and videoed because it was crazy. They were bouncing off the of rocks and had big horsepower and all stuff. And that was something that was just didn't seem obtainable to me. I never thought I could ever afford to have one of those. And then a few few years after I'd been doing this full time, um, I found some people and, and worked with some different sponsors and stuff and got some good parts and actually built one. And uh, that was that was a very important vehicle for me because that kind of. I don't know, kind of inserted me into into the world of rock bouncing without just kind of being a spectator with a camera. So for those listeners out there that may not understand the term rock bouncing, could you explain a little bit to those folks, what is a rock bouncer? So a rock bouncer is kind of like a rock crawler, but these guys are trying to hit stuff at speed. Um, there's all race series and things now with them as well. And they're basically trying to climb these mountains as fast as possible. So it's, it's kind of like rock crawling, but a little less technical, a lot more throttle, and a lot more fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I can't. You know, I, I watch rock crawling and I go, holy cow, how, how do these guys do this? And of course, YouTube is filled with rock crawling incidents. Let's just call them those where vehicles don't quite do what they had hoped they would do. But I'm trying to imagine taking that to a whole new level of bouncing off rocks at speed. Oh my gosh, this is some wild fun stuff. So uh, I know that uh, you listeners, I'll put a link on Matt's show notes page. You can go to his website, his YouTube page, and watch some of the fun things that he gets involved in. And if you've never seen this stuff, you're going to be blown away. Uh, It might even entice you to go out there and watch or participate by getting involved in, uh, who knows, maybe you may end up ordering a vehicle, a rock bouncer from Matt, which would be fun. Matt, I didn't ask you this question last time you were on the show. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, you actually were manifest as a car, not what you want to be, but how you perceive your personality into a rock bouncer or a truck or who knows what you might be, what would Matt Merrick be and why? I think it would have to be something even more versatile than a rock bouncer, something that can kind of do do everything. And I think that's kind of our pursuit as far as, you know, what we want to build next is is I, I want to build something that street legal so I can drive on the street, but can still go and rock bounce, can still go and rock crawl, can still go 100 miles an hour across the desert with good suspension. So I would think something like that would probably be more up my alley. You know what comes to mind? You're probably familiar with Paris Dakar Rally. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at some of the big rigs that do that trip. I'm I'm not talking about the the Porsches, like you think of the old 959s or the the off-road vehicles, but the big rigs that you can not only live in and drive in, but they can go to some extreme places, drive across the desert, go up and down sand dunes. You probably know the rigs I'm talking about. They're big, giant. They look like, not like motorhomes, but I think you know what I mean. Are you thinking of something like that? 
yeah, something, something like that, or like a ultra four car, or you know, something like that. Something they could do everything, like a you know, an off road Swiss Army knife, pretty much. There you go. All right. Well, that sounds like you. That's a good answer. Well, we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off some questions and have you give us some very quick blips of that rock bouncer throttle. So here we go. Uh, what's one of your habits, Matt, that you believe has helped contribute to your successes in the business you're doing? Uh, I think just a, a good work ethic. I mean, we show up here every day to the shop and I, you know, I wake up and, and work for a couple hours in the morning before I drive to the shop and usually one of the last people to leave the shop at the end of the day. So I really think just putting, putting the time in and, and hard work is really, really what helped me get to where I am today. Right. Persistence, determination. Absolutely. Now, if I could uh, wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, either living or deceased, who would that person be? I would probably have to say Ken Block. He's done some done some crazy stuff, and and yeah. a lot of it's uh, close to what I'd like to do. Like has the you know has the shoe slash clothing company has had the Jim Connor series. Is one heck of a driver. Um, I think it would be cool to sit down have a drink with uh, Ken Block for sure. No doubt. Now, how about the best automotive advice someone else has ever given you? Now, this could be when it comes to off roading, building cars, whatever it might be. What would that advice have been? I'm gonna have to say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes people tend to overdo things, overthink things, and if they're working, uh, yeah, uh, don't worry about it. Work work on the things that really need your attention. Now, is there a resource out there that you think our listeners would really enjoy that you could steer them towards? I'm going to have to say YouTube. I mean, anytime that I have any questions of just about anything, I get on YouTube, and we have a lot of how-to content on suspension design and now that utvs razors and things like that have gotten more popular we have how-to on that diesel trucks like you name it we have a lot of how-to content and just about any time i have a question that's where i go first absolutely if somebody's going to search youtube for your site what do they need to search bust the knuckle video is our channel on youtube all right there you go i'll put a link to that on matt shono's page now are you much of a book readers or a book you might share with our listeners that you've learned or gained some valuable information from I do download books and listen to them on my road trips, oh, things like that. Perfect. And probably, probably one of my favorite ones would be Purple Cow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with that book. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll make sure I put a link to Purple Cow on Matt's show notes page. And I'll remind our listeners there's a great place on the Cars yeah website called Guest Recommended Books. And there's over 1,600 books listed there from all my inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Purple Cow has been recommended a few times there. I've made it really easy for you for quick clicks to buy. So check it out. You can fill an entire library with automotive books, how-to, self-help, business books, Purple Cow is definitely one you should get your hands on. All right, Matt. Now let's see if you answer this question the same way you did last time because things have changed in your life a little bit. Uh, you've evolved a little bit, or a lot, I should say. I'm going to buy you any cool collectible vehicle today. doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to park it in your garage there. But there's a couple rules to this game that may influence your decision process. You can't sell it to fund your business or buy a bunch of other toys with you got to keep it it's got to tick all the boxes so it needs to be a vehicle you can drive you can enjoy you can look at but here's the kicker it's the only one cool collectible vehicle that you can own so what's it going to be i would have to pick some kind of one-off off-road bill there's there's some people that are just building you know one-off full body off-road rigs now that are just like out of this world and i would have to there's one called the trophy rat which is basically a rat rod. I think it's a, di it's a diamond T or an international truck with like 
all off-road suspension and it's like a trophy truck. I, I think something like that would be pretty cool. Now, did you say it's called trophy rat or rack? Trophy rat. So yes, rat. Rat, yeah, so like, like a rat rod, like the, the rat rod. Okay, I'm gonna have to look them mm-hmm. up. I'm not, I'm not familiar with them. That sounds pretty interesting. You know, I kind of thought after that that previous answer about what you would be that maybe it would be something like this. So, uh, or maybe I've got another idea for you, Matt. How about I do this? You know, since we're playing in the fantasy world here, and I'm writing very big checks. <laughs> What if I said, okay, I'm going to fund you the opportunity to create your own off-road trophy rat type vehicle, and you get out there and produce something that maybe could end up being a line of products for your customers? What does that sound like? Sounds like a plan to me. I would definitely definitely build something like that. Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I think you would build something very, very spectacular. In fact, I know you would. I think it would be pretty fun. You know, before I let you go... Let's talk a little bit more about WD-40. It's such a great company. It's one of those brands that's been around for a long, long time. And when most people think of WD-40, they think of just the spray. You know, that's been around forever, that iconic can. I just used some yesterday in my garage. Now, WD-40 is a lot more than just their one spray. So can you touch a base a little bit on the different kinds of products they produce that you actually use in your shop? Sure, yeah. Um, they have a new throttle body and parts cleaner that I can't hardly keep in the shop with all the guys trying to use all the time. <laughs> yeah. Then, of course, all the greases. We have we have all the greases here at the shop, too, and we use a lot of the greases. Um, but, man, they just they have all kinds of products that are for all kinds of different uses. And then, of course, you still got that old blue and yellow can when you need that. And, yeah, we, they've been a huge part of, of, of the shop and, and us moving forward with uh, filming and all that good stuff. So it's... Uh, it's been a great partnership, and we really appreciate you know what WD-40 does for us and for the industry. I'll make sure I put a link to WD-40. You know, for, for those of you out there that have used that product in your life, I don't know anybody who's never had it. I mean, it's, everybody uses it. But go out and check out some of these other things. That throttle body parts cleaner and that parts cleaner you talked about, I got my hands on some of that. It's awesome. I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I know about this before? So. Check it out, listeners, at the WD-40 website. I'll put a link to that. And, of course, Busted Knuckle Films, I'll put a link to that as well. If you are not familiar with Matt Merrick and his team, you need to go check it out. Pour yourself a tall glass. Go to the YouTube page because you're going to be there a while. You're going to be there enjoying what they produce. Before I let you go, is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer our listeners before you run off into the hillsides uh, in that incredible rock bouncer vehicle that you create? Yeah, I would say if, if you're thinking about, you know, being an entrepreneur or, or going out in your own business to, you know, there's no better time than now to try to try to make it. And and there's so many tools now with social media and, and the way the world's connected that it's just easier than it's ever been. So don't be afraid to, to, to make that leap. Absolutely. Do what Matt did. Don't be afraid to live your dream because you never know where it's going to go. In the last five years since Matt was last on the show, my gosh, you've hit stratospheric heights. So again, congratulations to what you've done. A lot of hard work, but it's paying you back now. And I think it's fantastic, Matt. Thanks for spending some time with us today, coming back on the show for sharing what you're doing nowadays. Until you and I talk again and I come out there and visit you and you take me for a ride or better yet, let me drive one of your vehicles. I'll see you down the road. Thanks a lot, Mark. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? 
If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!